Welcome back, Golden Globus Theater. With you, as always, every Wednesday, every Thursday. That's the day we release these. Well, yeah, I mean, well, if you live outside America, it's every Thursday. If you're, you're a hardcore American fan, that's you true. Can you get it Wednesday late, evening, late Wednesday. Okay, so I'm half right, half wrong. I always say Thursday on our tweets, so you're right. Yeah. All right. Either way, Murray. This week, big topic at hand. You know, you you like to call uh, these movies that ruined our childhood "what the fuck" episodes. Yeah, perfect. Well, I love the way that sounds. Yeah, it just rolls off ro- your tongue. Just rolls off the tongue. Doesn't remind me of any other podcast by any other smug human beings out Is there. Is there another podcast called "What the fuck"? Yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah. listen to podcasts. That's Mark Maron's podcast. Really? Yeah. I don't. Li- I, I don't listen to podcasts. <laughs> it's so very true. He doesn't. Um, I listen to Jim Cornette's. There you but go. I only listen to like little D- just bites. the clips. Yeah, because yeah. I I can't stand to listen to him that long either. Yeah. Like he has a lot of good points, but he's also a windbag. Yeah. But no, I, I I take a lot of his points to heart. But uh, no, what we're going to take to heart today is the fact that this movie ruined my fucking childhood. I went from Van Damme. I saw this when I was eight or nine. Imagine. Did you ha- you had to have this experience going to like the video store and getting to rent a movie? You didn't even have your own money yet. Yeah. Yeah. It's so exciting, but it only happened like once a month for me. So it was like, all right, let's go to the VD section. And then after that, I'm going to go check out the John claude Van Damme movies. And the BD section, the VD, VD, yeah, venereal disease section. Yeah, they I, had, went, I went there. Was first. it like like uh, out not to get VD kind of movies? Yeah, like, a lot of those. Like uh, buddy PSA. Joe does those. On yeah, his, his YouTube channel. It's fair smart. That's what you got to do. Got to oh. let people know. Oh. Well, yeah, like I said, after that, I'll go to the John Claude Van Damme section. And so this specific day, I usually just went with one I'd already seen. You know. Uh, I remember renting, uh, what's it called, uh, hard, to, hard Target, like, 45 times. That was my favorite. That's why I got the ear piercing, all mm, of it. We'll get into that when we do that. Yeah, oh, episode. yeah. So, one day, Black Eagle sitting there right in front of me. I'm like, oh, wow, look at this. I, I don't know what's going on here. I don't like the slick back hair already. I'm feeling nervous about this movie, but there's did my man. Did he always have slick back hair? No, only when he's playing a Ruski, I think. Mm. Lionheart, he did some slick back hair. Yeah. Uh, but outside of that, maybe Death Warren. Some someone we did it kind of spiky. I got I, I respect Jean Claude that he never had a mullet unless he had to have a mullet for a role. Like oh. he always had short hair. Which but I he did go crunchy as fuck. That's Kenny yeah, that Omega. Was, that was a Kenny Omega mullet <laughs> in Hard Target. So maybe Kenny O is taking after uh, probably, Hard Target yeah. JCVD. Yeah. He needs to start wearing a duster. No, well, yeah, hanging out in the Bayou instead of over in Japan. So anyways, rent this movie, bring it home. I thought this was going to be a good thing for me. To see this movie as an adult, I thanks to you, I respect Shokazugi. I love Shokazugi's movies now. Yeah. I still No. There like I caught to the moment cuz I ended up fast forwarding through this movie uh when I was a kid because I was like I can't believe that he he can't be a well, bad guy. Well, they do like a when you if you see ever see a DVD of this movie out there, they make you think it's a Jean Claude Van Damme movie. Like it's like Shokazugi's yeah. like not even on the cover. It's yeah. a Jean Claude. So I could see why you would be like a bait and switch vibe you would get. It, it very much was, especially yeah, that was exactly what I was uh, working under. So after a little while, I'm finally like, oh my god, he's not the hero in this movie. I fast forward, I get to that part where he has the first fight with Show, and. 
uh, he's in that black suit. It's all tucked, you know, hair tucked back. I was like, he's the villain. And I stopped it. I didn't I didn't finish it. I couldn't do it. I put it wow. away. I went so this is the first time you've seen it in, like, I don't know, 25 years? 25 years. This I hate to admit it. This is the first a couple weeks ago. It's the first time I ever seen this movie. Oh, really? This is the one show Kazugi movie that got away from me. Yeah, I don't know why. I just never did. I, I, it's been on my radar for a few years, but I just never got around to watching it. Now, I will say, there's a lot I still like about it, but it triggered, it, it triggered me a bit, you know? But he's... He's not a true villain in this movie. What do you mean? He's no, he's a reluctant villain. Like he he wants to get away with his love, Natasha. Th- this is true. So like, yeah, he's hardcore in the beginning, but then she changes through love. She changes him. Yeah, but he never has a redemption. He uh, he does. He, he def- sacrifices himself. Well, we're getting way ahead of ourselves. But he doesn't no. sacrifice himself. Well, he he gets Natasha to safety and away from the Russians. Kind of. <laughs> get off the boat. <laughs> well, she wouldn't have done it if he hadn't said it. Maybe not. We'll get to that. Yeah. But one of the great things about this movie is Shokazugi puts his two kids in it. And you see, this is something I would have loved as a kid. Well, but it's they, half great. I don't know. If it's, yeah, that's a good know, point. Kind of great. But I was all about, like, kid ninjas. So if they would have featured, uh, I should just say, Kane more, I think I would have liked this movie well, more. Yeah. Kane... Kane's got it going on. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. So instead, what we get is typical Shane and Kane interaction. You get sparse, you know, uh, Shokazugi. But Show he's doing his best James Bond in this movie. I think and he's doing better than James Bond. He's taking it to a whole new level. He's doing, in a way, he's doing Kane and Shane a dual role because he's cool when he's secret agent Kentani, and then he's Shane when he's dorky Dr. Kentani oceanographer. Yeah. And always a terrible father. So there's also well, that. No, but, well, yes and no, but it's because he's so dedicated to saving the world. I mean, he does have to save the world, but no, he sucks. He's a terrible father. Well, this is his best. He he is a good of, as good of a father as John, or, uh, uh, Steven Seagal is in any of his movies. Well, that's high praise, as far as I know. <laughs> he does at least uh, talk to his kids three to five times does throughout he, does, the movie. He does. does he, they, they pray together. Is there a scene in this movie that maybe got cut out where he prays when they, he tucks in? Because he does tuck him into bed. He does. They get a little racist about it. They do math together. Oh. They put on the nerd glasses, and they start doing some equations. Through the help of the Black Eagle, though, which yeah. we'll get into. Yeah. Uh, I was wondering, did you know, speaking of, I'm glad you brought Steven Seagal in the conversation, because you know I have a Nang Chen ponytail, much like Sensei Seagal. And as you also know, if you listen to our Kickboxer episode, the Black Scorpion braid, as seen by to, is it Tung Po? Tung Po. Tung Po is the natural enemy of the yeah. Nang Chen. We were sworn, if I ever see a man with a Black Scorpion braid, I have to kill him. I noticed in this one... You, of course, we know you have Screaming Eagle. Oh, my God. I as, feel liberated every time I look in the yeah, mirror. As we talked about in our Stone Cold episode. If you really want to know what... You want to know the fucking essence of what a Screaming Eagle, go listen to our Stone Cold episode. Uh, did you notice that I actually did uh, the... What, what was it? was the guy named from uh, Night of the Demon? Stooge. I got the stripes in there. No, it looks dyed in red. It looks really good. Red and blue. I wanted to get a little patriotism in here with all the impeachment thing happening, you know? Well, my question is... Is a black eagle 
the enemy of a screen. Hundred percent, yes. Hundred percent. This is the yin of my yang. Is that how that goes? Yin I don't know if yang. that's how it goes. But it, no, it, it's kind of similar. Only that you have to be. Uh, now we're we're assuming the black eagle is the helmet type hair that Shokazugi has, and the very tight conservative style. The yeah. polar opposite of what a screaming eagle is. It's all about freedom. It's typically what you would see on like a fifty-year-old person who's still trying to hark back to those Beatles haircut kind of things. It's kind of thing a, a boomer would have. It's kind of, yeah, yeah. I mean, typically kids these days they don't have that. They're going screaming eagle. They see me out there, f- just throwing it out. You know, when I drive out my truck, I hang my head out the window, East Ventura style, and they see that fucking thing just screeching by. They want it. But no, uh, absolutely. With the Black Eagle and Screaming Eagle, we're we're blood enemies, and by that I mean we just play really heinous pranks on each other. Well, I hope you never bump into Shokazugi because I would hate to have to take Shokazugi's side over you. I'll have you know, I I I learned that I would. He's over six feet tall, and we see him bare at all in this movie. No, I'm not. I'm not fucking with that. I'm gonna put a helmet on. I'm gonna put a hat on, and I'm gonna go the other way. Not fuck with Shane Kazugi or Show Kazugi. Well, I'd kick the shit out of Shane Kazugi. <laughs> I'm not gonna kick the shit out of Shane because I feel like that's gonna be something that upsets Papa Bear. Well, I mean, there's a reason why Kane Kazugi went on to have a career in Japan, and yeah. Shane is sweeping s- streets. I don't know what the fuck he's doing. I, I have to imagine that uh, he's like an extra or something in movies. He's just and in he the only background. gets those roles much like his dad. Only the only movie roles he got was was his dad. Now the only movie movie roles he's getting is because of his brother. Yeah, poor Shane. Mm. <laughs> All right. Well, anything else we want to get in here, or do we want to get uh, right There are into? no uh, IMDb facts about. The only fact they had was that Shane and Kane are show sons, which everybody <laughs> fucking knows. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't have any trivia He cuts for their it, hair though. the exact same way, so I think this it's pretty was easy. Like this, this must have been the second movie Jean-Claude ever been in, because no, I think No Treat, No Surrender was his first. But I, he was in Breaking 2 as, like, an extra. Uh, yeah, he's he, he's in for, like, three seconds, so. But, yeah, so no, uh, no trivia, uh, but... What we do have for you is a trailer, so why don't we get down to it right now? Shokazugi and Brock Eagle. I'm hit! I'm hit! Rapping. Where are you? I can maneuver, but I'm losing power. Losing power. A jet fighter is missing in the Mediterranean. Three of those planes were carrying highly secret laser guidance systems. The best man for the job is codenamed Black Eagle. We can only guess how much the Americans know. Before we've done a computer run, we put Splashdown in a sector three miles south of Swata Point off Malta. Now, it's an undercover, high-tech conflict in an ancient land. There are no armies. There is no glory. This fight is one on one. It's combat in a world of double identity. His name's Ken Tani. For all intents and purposes, a marine biologist from the University of Hawaii. It is a world of double agents. I know quite a bit about Miss Parker. You must have me confused with someone else. A world of double meaning. It says I'm a priest. A dangerous world. Exotic and sensuous. Where trouble is only a heartbeat away. Dad, is someone trying to hurt you? I'm doing a job for our country. And they're bad men, aren't they? They probably think we are bad men, Brian. Hey! 
for both sides. There is only one rule. Win. Black Eagle. This is the new front line. Will against will. Force against force. One on one. Show Kasugi. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Black Eagle. Okay. Great trailer. Now, this movie starts out with one of the most infuriating scenes this for whole, both of us. I, we agree I, on this. I enjoyed this movie, but it was also infuriating because... Apparently, everyone in this movie's second language was English, so <laughs> everybody could barely speak English on Claude's show and this, the main villain. Yeah. So I had to, I literally had to watch closed captioning because they had no idea what people were saying. Yeah. And, I, and the closed captioning had no idea on some of the words. They, they really just guess on half of it. it it's rough, but... This scene, it opens up with this scene where we're just seeing a control tower at an airport, and we're listening in to some kind of air fight happening yeah, or something. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, a bombing raid by U.S. troops on some unidentified country. We're bombing the shit out of them. Yeah. I'm, I'm guessing there's oil somewhere. And Maybe it's Ukraine. Maybe. Oh, shit. Topical. But... It starts. We start to get some details. Kind of start piecing this together. There's a laser guidance system, and the Ruskies want it. And well, a plane. There's three of the planes have this laser guidance system. I think is called Rapid Angel. I'm not sure because we'll get in how confusing that is. Yeah, but it gets shot down off the coast of Malta, which is in the Mediterranean, and. Uh, the Russians want it, and that's what the Russians have arrived in. Mal- I'm, so I'm, I'm assuming they're listening to a tape of something that already happened. This is not a live dogfight. And so they fang- figure out it's somewhere off the coast of Malta. So the Russians show up with Jean-Claude, main henchman. Oh, yeah. Colonel Klemenko, I think, was his name. Another guy, bad English. I could t- barely tell what he was saying. I barely caught the name, so yeah. They just show up, and I, I they, go, they go somewhere. I don't know. Maybe it's some kind of embassy, like a Russian embassy on Malta. I don't know. Dude, yeah. The, the locations and the places, they go by so quickly, and they uh, they have no relevancy. We both watched the director's cut, yeah. and we were both like, this should have been shorter, because it would have made these details probably a little less fuzzy. Yeah, because it probably just cut I mean, them all. All you need to know is like, as I think uh, Hitchcock called it, the MacGuffin, which is just some object the hero and the villain need to get. Okay, it serves no purpose at all. It's like like the briefcase in Pulp Fiction. Yeah, it's just something they have to get. Yeah, and that's it. Okay, that's all you need to know. I like it, the MacMuffin. So. We have to see the Americans who are also, of course, they're like, we got to secure McMuffin. And they're calling it in, and Rickard was? Yeah, Rickard. He was, he like was the a, American yes, colonel. He's, he's a CIA spook type guy. Okay. And he's in an uh, like, uh, office with John McCain. Yeah. He like John McCain to me. American and hero. super hot shot, fucking rock and roll American dude. He had a, he could have had a screaming. He should have had a screaming. Eagle. I thought it, I they were clearly going for a Tom Cruise thing. He had a little extra on the backside there of his head. You know, he had a little little bit of mullet going. And he, what was the eighties? And he's like, yeah. He's like, whoa! I can't wait. Yeah, unleash me. Walks in with his American all, flag speedo, and they're all kind of tentative. They're like, oh god, why couldn't we get Kentani? Because Kentani is. 
the greatest secret agent of all time. Of course, played by Shokazuki. Yeah. So they're like, there's John McCain's talking with, with uh, I already forgot his Rickert. name. Richter. <laughs> Rickert. Rickert. And he's like, seriously, is that fucking shithead the best? He's like, well, really, Ken Tani's the best. But yeah. here's the thing. Two weeks he, every year. Yes, he is faithful to our country 50 weeks of the year. But those two weeks, he's out, and he's got to spend family time with his kids. Yeah. That's now, it. That's our deal. Answer me this question. Is is show married? <laughs> I'm going to guess the mom died. Some kind of tragic death. Because the his wife almost always dies in the movie or is harmed and raped. Or, yeah. yeah, it's always for motivation. I don't think his wife's ever got raped. That was, we kind of moved past that. In, in you're, his... you're right. Show show didn't go that way. He yeah. he always just had her get killed right. with, with like a, Shane like in her like arms like or something. Like an arrow, yeah. Yeah. And uh, so... Apparently, he's got these two kids. They do whatever 50 weeks out of the year. I'm going to say they're in like a military school. I can see Shane. Uh, no, it was some kind of ninja school, probably. Like probably. The, like in the Enter the, Dra- Enter the, Enter the Ninja. Not Enter the Dragon. Enter the Ninja. Remember that school? That, like, yeah. Yeah. I think they're in that where Franco Nero's teaching them. Oh, my God. Franco Nero, would, would he would get those kids. He probably caught them. Shane. That's probably why Shane turned out so bad. <laughs> I, like, I like him. So, uh, yeah. So, he's like, God, if only we could get. Cantani's amazing, but we we're stuck with Henderson. Yeah, and Rickard is just like this. Just won't do. I'll I'll go. Well, he's... I think John McCain is. He's like, I don't give a fuck if this guy has family time. Get me Tani. What? That was Rickard, man. Rickard was all over it. He was like, No, we're getting the Black Eagle. I don't give a fuck. He's like, What is code name? People, Black Eagle. Yeah. He's like, I'm get I'm I'm getting them. Where Where is his kids? Where Where are his kids at right Kidnap now? Kidnap them. Yeah. So, so they get our special agent Patricia Parker. Yeah, only one person who can speak English properly in this movie. Only one, and she's supposed to have a New York, a thick New York accent. Only when she's speaking Japanese does she have a thick. Oh, New York okay, accent. is that okay? Yeah, good qualifier. And so this we the, what we see in a lot of these movies is getting the team together. Yeah. So they have a, we already have a man on Malta. He used to be work for Rick. He escaped. He I think we out. skipped over Patricia. What's there to know? She just gets the kids. She, yeah, okay. So she kidnaps the kids. Yeah, and she's just like, "Hey, guess what? We're not going there. We're going to Malta. And we like, got We got to make sure everyone knows the kids going to Malta. Right? Okay. So we meet Father Joseph. He used to. He was a Vietnam vet. He used to be part of like the A team that Rickard had. Got out. He was like, "I'm trying to turn over a new leaf," but he, you know, he's got the skills. He's 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 a Priest, Jesuit priest slash oceanographer. Yes, and that's their cover. It's a good cover. I bought it. He he sp- he can speak ocean to me all day long. It's all about turpidity. Yeah, <laughs> and so we just we meet him. He, he's going to be the main guy for show. His liaison yeah. and his partner. So we go from one boat to another, and we're going to see how our ruskies are faring because now we all know about this F one eleven. It's somewhere in Malta. The Russians know. The Americans know. And so we've got like... It's somewhere underwater. Yeah, it's somewhere underwater. And so we got them pulling up in their boat. I th- did they commandeer this boat? or was No, this... this is a Russian boat. It was just a Russian boat. Yeah. I think this is where we get our first uh, shot of JCVD 
Um, oh, no. You know what happens here is the they, f- yeah. they find Henderson. Yeah, Henderson was in the process of putting a tracking device on this boat, and he gets captured. So they bring him up, and he's all—he's got the fucking harpoon in his leg. You know, yeah. he's not coming out like you know—he's he's, going to fight. He's not going to give up. Yeah, and he's like, "You fucking Ruskies, y'all never get me." Half to talk. the people on the boat were like, "Yeah, let's keep him, and we'll throw him off in Malta and whatever." And the one of the Ruskies was like, "Are you kidding me? This fucker had this tracking device." And then John Claw just steps in. Well, Those, well, no. What is this? Is where Jean Claude is he wearing the football pants here? Yeah, he, all, yeah, the whole time on the boat, he yeah, was he's, he's shirtless, wearing a pair of football pants. It was weird. Like he even, yeah. even had like the kidney pads. Like it they was did. Like, it was like it was football pants. It was it was interesting. And he's dripping with pack jelly. Dude. Oh, he went God. overboard on it. You know? I get it though. It's a fucking hot ass day. You he's know, you're sweating. Though. Yeah. Well. He's working. Well, he's not the only one because Natasha's sweating too, but for different reasons. Yeah. Oh, man. Because Henderson, think, he thinks he's a cock of the walk. He can take out anybody. So he rips the harpoon out of his leg, goes for somebody. Oh. And then Jean-Claude intercepts and just easily beats the shit out of this guy, snaps his neck. I, I saw a completely different movie because I just saw Jean-Claude throw somebody out of the way and then throw Henderson to the ground and snap his neck. <laughs> well, that was, that was after he pulled the harpoon. Okay. But, and then Natasha is just, she's wet. She's, she didn't, without peck jelly. This she's, is, it was really interesting how they shot John Claude for this because, yeah, he's getting more, you know, airtime than fucking show. We, we've seen show. I think, we haven't even seen show yet. I hate to say this, but I think what happened was they realized like show was on his way out as a movie. So, like, I think this was his last movie, like in America at least. Oh, okay. And they knew that Jean-Claude was the next big thing. So I think maybe in the, in the, while they were filming it, they just changed it, everything. Okay. We'll, we'll get into it later because, yeah, he Jean-Claude is kind of the star of this movie, yet not. It's yeah, really weird. Yeah, it's really weird. So he's getting, he like, he's turning heel to face or something he's here. He's a tweener. He I is believe. a tweener. And you, you, you think he's full-on baby by the end of this movie, but I disagree. So, uh, Rickard. He's, he he sends the chopper to our man show show guys it's the 80s we were cool with the Taliban in the 80s yeah. so our man show is working with the Taliban fighting oh, the yeah. Russians in Afghanistan yeah and I think the only reason they had this scene because there's of course he goes native while he's there he just blends in wherever he's at and so he's got like the turban on and he's got the scarf around the bottom of his face and you're yeah. like I recognize those sweet mascara eyes for yeah. something yeah. and he pulls it away it's show fucking Kazugi and oh. he's like letting you don't forget I'm a ninja yeah and he, they just finished a mission they just blew up some Russian like jeep <laughs> just, just just the jeep <laughs> yeah, well yeah and the chopper just comes out of nowhere lands I love it. That's 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 efficiency, man. I didn't know we had that kind of efficiency. Show jumps on the chopper, immediately goes into a zen state of meditation. Like he's just like, ooh, and like for like ten hours he's on there. It's like he's just re-energizing. He's getting everything. Lands down in Malta, meets up with Rickard. I mean, Rickard meet. I thought Rickard meet, met him. Uh, you know, over in the desert. He but could have. Either him. way, Rickard's just like, hey. You know that we're in Malta now. I got this mission for you. And he's like, why am I in Malta? I'm supposed to be going I told to you. Rome with my kids. I am with my children two weeks a year. I want to point out, I don't know how this happened, but somehow uh, shows English got worse. Like he's, I could not know. What, I didn't know what he was saying half the time. 
And I'm like, what's going on? And you, and we'll get into it. You have an interesting theory about this, but it was really difficult. And I have a, an idea what happened with Shane. Yeah. When Shane was born, show went, shame! But it sounded like his wife, because he's ashamed of this fucking afterbirth that's a kid, and his wife thought he said Shane, and that's why his name's Shane. <laughs> so he knew from the minute he saw his second child... This this thing will shame well, me. Well, fucking Kane crawled out without mom even knowing. That's how much of a ninja Kane was. <laughs> she was like, "I thought I was pregnant." And he's like already sleeping in his crib. <laughs> he's, like, he's already doing backflips. <laughs> oh, that's that's. They weird. actually said that that when Kane was like a baby, <laughs> show was actually stretching him out. And like preparing him for a ninja as a baby. That's fucking weird. But and, but it prayed off. Yeah. He's a baller and Shane sucks. That's true. So yeah, so I got record and he's just like he's just like, hey, sorry, you go your kids are here. Yeah, he's blackmailing them with the kids. We're, you're gonna do this mission. There's this F one eleven, you're gonna dig, dig down there, you're gonna find it for us, and you know what? Your kids are here too. So you're gonna get off this island when we get uh our Rabbit Angel, which never gets brought up at this point. Always fucking steaming, but he's a patriot. Yeah. So he's like, all right, do the mission. I'm going to take four days off, though, when I get done with this. (laughs) And they're like, okay, we can do it. We'll see. So what's going on? JCVD murders somebody. I don't know why. I don't even he's know just either. Like, this is show how fucking ninja he is because he's like a frogman. He's like underwater. He just rises up, grabs a guy, kills him, disappears. I do. There, there's so many cuts that I was just like, why did we have this scene? Why did he have to kill? You know that what? Person? You're absolutely right. Rickard did talk to him in, uh, in Afghanistan. Yeah. Because I, I don't know why I forgot this scene because it's a great action scene. Normally you just fly in, but. We got to get him in secretly. Mm-hmm. So we get the we get the like the prop plane coming in. Yeah, it shows on. He's gonna parachute in. Right? Yep. So our man Father Joseph, he's out in the ocean waiting to pick him up, and we're getting this thing like the airport's like you're flying into restricted airspace, and then and he jumps and then they take off, and fucking. Show knows he's got to get to a certain level before he pulls a shoot because he doesn't want that radar picking him up. Yeah. And fucking Father Joseph is sweating bull. He's like, pull the shoot, damn it. <laughs> he would do it immediately because he's a bitch. And Show, like, literally like, 10 feet above it, he pulls a shoot. And he doesn't even pull the shoot. He just lands on the water. Dude. And did you notice the splash? You there was no splash. Because there was no splash. He was, a, he was fucking straight Greg Luganus on that. And he was he was underwater for, I, I swear, five minutes because they David Lynch this scene and we just sat and watched the boat rock in the water with nothing happening. Director's cut. It was beautiful. And then he comes up and then this is what I we we see the relationships. Obviously an alpha and a beta. Oh, big time. A master and a teacher. Yeah. And Father Joseph is obviously the beta. Yeah. Because show knows everything. And I mean obviously if you just saw that amazing job he did, you'd be kind of a little masculine. He's jealous of that dive. And so he's gotta like say face, so he's like, Oh yeah, our cover is for oceanographers because you know, I'm an oceanographer. You know oceanography's torpedo. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly what oceanography is. It's just about turpidity. Yeah, that's which it. We don't even fucking I look it up because I don't fucking know what I mean. I think I think show explains it, but it was so boring I didn't care to listen. And, or, and I couldn't understand. Or <laughs> read it in the closed captioning. So this is like, I don't even know if turpidity is the right word. That's just what I read. 
I couldn't tell you. I, 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 I don't. And I, so immediately, Father Joseph, like, I got nothing on this guy. I thought I was going to get him with the fucking turpidity, and he knows that. So what do you do to a fully, uh, just totally masculine a hot dog of a man? You stuff him in some nerd costume. Exactly. Well, yeah, that's the cover. Yeah. And like you were saying, I think you're onto something when you said, no, Tim, he's ang- English is so bad because that's his cover. It's it's all method. He went so deep into like his coming to America days. He spoke perfect English, probably. Probably. But he dumbed it down to like hot dog, cheeseburger, just to cover up. And I'm, this is where I think Shane's expertise comes in because I think he asked Shane like, "Oh, the nerd play." Yes. And he's like, "Well, Dad, this is what you do." And he's like, "Thank you, son." Yeah. Because he would, he's lost. He doesn't know how to be a nerd. I don't even think Shane could express that. He was probably like, "Shane, I need you to go get this or go do this task," and then he just observes Shane. Maybe he has Kane <laughs> observe his brother. I have. Spider I have to imagine. Brother. Tell me what he does. I completely imagine he has this fucked up of a relationship. So yeah, with his so kids. And, and this, I just, you know, we're both comic book fans. Everyone's aware of the whole Clark Kent Superman thing, and we all like, it's fucking obviously Superman. He just has glasses. Yeah, Shane. I mean, not Shane. Show. Show. Totally, I get it now because when Show puts those glasses on, he's a totally different person. I get why Superman can be like in disguise and no one get it. I I'm willing to bet if Superman. Pulled the pants up to just below, like, uh, his nipples. I think everyone has those pants, though. That was weird. Yeah. yeah there John was... Claude's pants are way up to his armpits. He always does it. He loves his legs, though. <laughs> and I think it, I think it's also because he's under six feet, so he wanted to look taller. <laughs> Is that it, the illusion? Yeah. I really I really think that was part of it. But he's got those tippy-tap legs. It it, uh, it makes up for even it. Even Patricia Parker had some high-rise high jeans on. I was all into that, though. So let I'm glad you brought her up because um, what what's the, what's this oceanographer's name Torpid Father Joseph <laughs> Father Joseph Torpedo so he takes them uh, over to Malta they meet him up with uh, Patricia and his kids and they're like oh dad what are we doing here we're not supposed to be here aren't you supposed to be uh yeah, you know on all vacation the, like, they're doing all the tourist shit. yeah they're sightseeing yeah so they're seeing. A parade while John claudes murdering a guy, which we don't know why he's murdering the guy. Why do you? And they go to a museum. So is he off the boat already, John claude Yeah, he was like at the docks. Okay, yeah, that's right. He was. He was at the. Yeah, I just nothing good happens at the docks. We have <laughs> to. Me- yeah, <laughs> that's the only thing I remember of this because uh, yeah, there's also the scene of John claude doing the splits between two barrels. I think yeah. that would happen prior. I don't know. No, it's coming up. It's coming up? Okay. So, yeah. So, for some... I, I don't know why Jean-Claude killed that guy. I don't remember. I, I just, just just because we haven't seen shit yet. So I, yeah, probably. We, we need something. So, show meets up with his kids at the museum. Checking out the dong statues. And he's got the fucking... Yeah, he told... I think they were even Sansabelt pants. They were really crazy looking pants. They were like <laughs> super high. They were cinched waisted, baggy. Yeah. He had like a checkered like button down shirt and those giant ass nerd glasses. I don't know if you noticed this though, but Shane, huge smile. Kane, what the fuck, dad? What's going on here? Yeah, because Shane's like, I relate to this guy. I know. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So uh, they end up like going around to a couple of the, you know, exhibits around. and show is just like boys i uh i'll be right back i got to go join the main vein 
and whatever, Dad. Of course, Kane. Kane had an attitude at this movie. Well, because he's a little show. Yeah, I, Shane was just like, all right, but Kane was giving him some shit. Like, Dad, we want you here. Right, they love their dad. Yeah, no, I see him two weeks a year. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so show fucks off. He's got to talk to another. Uh, you got to talk to other Joseph. Okay. I don't know why they broke up and then met up again. But know. Father Joe's, I guess Father Joe's had to do some shit. Like, I, you know, yeah. it's uh. unimportant. But he comes back up and she, and then he says, like, like I think uh, show says something. Who are you? He's like, I didn't see you coming. <laughs> and he's like, I didn't make a sound. <laughs> and then, she, then I love, like, uh, show turns around, pulls the glasses down a little bit. You didn't need to. <laughs> You really built that up. Because <laughs> <laughs> his ninja senses are so sharp. Yeah. That even this, and this guy, so this guy's like, damn it again. I thought I was at least going to surprise him. <laughs> no, you cannot surprise me. Okay. So they're talking about, okay, we have the location on the right. on the plane. And so this is, yeah, this is where we get both people on boats again. Right. And we're following the Russians. So we're back. We're back on the Russian. Boat. Yeah. And this is where we you can yep. here paint the picture. This Dude, is, this is the only part that I probably enjoyed as a child. Football pants, Van Damme, slicked back hair, sun, peck jelly, reflecting, everybody. This crew was amazing. I sent you the picture of this crew because I was like, I wish I was in there. I wish I was on that boat. Uh, but he's doing his splits across a couple barrels. And then he's got uh, a giant plank of wood in front of him, and he's just tossing nice into it. The whole crowd, ooh, and bullseye, on. Bullseye, bullseye, bullseye. And then you got Natasha just looking down, and she is just fanning herself. She's got the vapors. You know, she's just dying to get with that. So we're just letting you, we're just telling you what a badass Andre was his character's name. Yes, Andre. How badass he is. Cut back to another badass, Shiro <laughs> And he is stripped down to the the, the skivvies. He's got the banana hammock on, <laughs> and he's ready. Well, like, uh, Father Joseph comes out. He's got all these charts and shit, and he's like, well, according to these computer readouts, the boat should be somewhere in this oh. vicinity. Show just grabs the, the readouts, shreds them in front of him. The computer is in my mind. You're going over there. <laughs> And he's like, because my ninja senses. And he's like, but, 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 shut up. And he's like, and he's like, well, well, at least take your scuba yeah, gear. Yeah, let me, let me help you into your scuba gear. I'll make sure it's secure around your waist. Uh, I don't use that. Oh, you must be like one of these uh, Japanese pearl divers I read about. He's, like, he's Japs playing in on show. He's trying to. He's and, trying to. And then show, does he get a little smirk? Tell me about this sometime. Oh, show. Dives in, even fucking reverse splash. The splash goes underwater. <laughs> I don't know how that works, but that's how he does it. It's amazing. And, of course, he's exactly right. It's exactly where his ninja senses told him it was. Right. And so, he doesn't get a whole lot of time underwater because he realizes shit's going up. There's only uh, two boats out in the water, and they're in the same area, so they know what each other's doing. Yeah. And so the Ruskies confront uh, Father Torpedo and Joseph. Father Joseph. Yes. And he's like, oh, shit. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? Because he's, he's just discombobulated. He's he's, he forgot. All he knows is stupidity. That's all he knows about. <laughs> he forgot he's an oceanographer. <laughs> he forgot everything. He forgets starboard. He forgets. And they're ready to, like, shoot this guy. They're like, oh, we, well, well, first they're playing off, like, oh, we just thought you needed help. Yeah. We're fine. We're fine. 
And then he's like, oh, shit. And then just in the nick of time. Show comes glasses, out of the water. Puts some bag on. Right into the role of nerd Dr. Kenton. And he starts hitting that that um, horrible American accent hard. He's like, oh, hello there. And he just goes, turbidity, turbidity. And he's just boring the shit. He's like, perfect plan. Dude, he's hit him with all the science They're like, facts. oh, we got to go. Yeah, we don't need to hear this. Turbidity. Climate change is real. <laughs> we got the iceberg down here. Let me tell you about the inconvenient truth. <laughs> And then, and then he's like, you know, Jeffrey Epstein did not kill himself. Da, da, da. And so they're just like, all right, we're out of here. We don't need no. QAnon is real. <laughs> they're like, don't want to hear it. It's just yeah. like when your friend goes on the rants, you're like, don't want to hear it. They take off. So we get a nice little cutaway. We get a last word from each of them as they're taking off. We see John Claude, and he's just talking to Natasha, and he's just like, you like, you're like boats? It was really awkward. It was like... It's like he's never talked to a girl before. Do you like your job? Yeah. Do you like your job? Well, it's okay, I guess. I I thought she said, like, I'm starting to like it more. Or maybe John Claude said that to her. I forget. I don't know. It was a very awkward... Yeah. Cute. And then we see uh, Show's last words here. And he's like, they're on to us now. So they know that they can't do this trick anymore. They can't go out. Show's like, but I have a plan. Yeah. He what? gave him a name. We forgot to mention show's name, Dr. Tani. Yeah. Well, so he, he tosses that out to the yeah, Ruskies. Well, that's his real name, too, in the, in the movie. Oh, was he? doesn't it? even do a go name. His name's Kentani. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> that's how badass he is. He can actually go undercover under his real name. <laughs> because, they, of course, they have to know Dr. Tani. So they look him up. They have their computers. They have their Commodore 64 or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but the Ruskies do phone it in, and they're like, they got people uh, over at, you know, Dockside and everything. Yeah. They're like, hey, there's this boat. There's this Dr. Tani on here. They Look- find out who Father Joseph is. They yeah. all the deets on these guys. Yeah, they're like, make keep an eye on them, you know. They they, they, they got all the they're resources not, everything there. Everything isn't what it appears to be. Yeah. They see through the glasses. Oh, how, how did that happen? Topography? or Tupidity. T- Tupidity. Cut to what's uh, Patricia been up to with the boys? Well, she's just hanging out on the beach side. Uh, you know, she's got a nice Coca Cola, f- straight from Ice America. Coke. Yeah, and she's got a sip it on actually that is hard. In Malta is probably like lukewarm. They probably oh my just... god, it, it came from America though. She probably had an expressed yeah. over. It wasn't. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was in English. And they're the kids are having a grand old time playing soccer with the natives, but of course they're getting schooled by these kids. Yeah, until. Dr. Tani shows up. Oh, my God. He's, did he only have this one outfit through the whole movie? He had one nerd outfit. I was, think he had one pair of pants through the whole movie, but he did have two or three shirts. <laughs> okay. But he just the ball kicks towards him. He comes out of nowhere, bends it like Beckham right Dude, to Kane. Oh, my God. Kane fucking does a header, knocks it in, scores the fucking winning it goal. It was beautiful. And Shane comes over. And, and they're fucking, Dad, you're amazing. Oh, lucky. It's just lucky. Just the wind was blowing the right way today. Shane was like, I thought you said soccer's a bitch sport. Oh, no. You're a bitch. Well, he's like, it is a bitch sport. Has your mother been... You know, <laughs> their mom is alive because he mentions, your mother been keeping you in the karate school? <laughs> and he's like, no, she thought it was too violent. So what is happening with this? Oh, my God. And he's like, what? He's like... And then Kane, he's got, he's, he loves his dad so much, he's got to show off. Like, I can do a backflip, though. Yeah. And he's like... And then he does this shitty-ass fucking flip. Like, no, you're... Relax your shoulders. Yeah. You're, and, you were afraid. Yes. You can't accept fear into you. And then Kane relaxes his shoulders, 
rejects fear. Perfect fucking just quadruple backflip. That's not a foreshadow at all. Not at all. You're not, you don't need to know about that. I don't know why we told you that. You never need to know about it. <sighs> but this is where we learn. At the, they stop. They, they sit down by Patricia, and we learn a little bit about the Black Eagle. Yeah. Because it's the like the totem of the, the Kazugi family, the Tani family. Yeah. Like it's the ancestors. It watches over them. It gets really spiritual and mystical. Of course, Shane, dipshit that he is, he's like, eh, sounds like science fiction to me. Uh. And he goes, more like faith. Oh. Because it's about the spirituality, man. Ninja isn't just about killing people. It's about spirituality, too. So, show. No, go ahead. Okay. I was just going to say, show's just like, I'm sick of this beach. I'm sick of the water. I want to get back in my dork gear and, you know, go do some more sightseeing. There's so, a lot of sightseeing in this A lot movie. of sightseeing. And well, they go to the same fucking place every time. Every fucking time. It's like the Smithsonian. There's so much to do. You, can, you can't just do it in a day. Yeah. So they go up to, um, well, like you said, the Smithsonian and yeah. uh, Malta here. Some kind of palace or some shit. And there's a lot happening here because Patricia's starting to be like, hey, man, you know, your kids are getting really anxious here. You keep disappearing on them. Two weeks. God, you got you to gotta spare us some more of your time. I love how, like, sexist this whole thing is because she takes a moment where she lists off her credentials, like, First in her class, all that shit. And she's got to babysit some dude's kids. Did she list that off? Or was it when the Russians look her up and they list it off? You might be right. They might have done Because they, they were doing, like, the computer inspections on everybody. Right. But they didn't know her at the time. They didn't know anything about her. Yeah, the they kids. didn't know anything about her until very soon here. Because if you're paying attention, you notice someone's walking around with a video camera. And they happen to be tailing Patricia and show. And a bunch of thugs are dealing troll. But yeah, but they troll show. <laughs> but there is the two thugs uh, trolling show. So and he, he of course he picked nobody else but him. He picks it up. He's like, yeah, my black eagle senses. Take up this, <laughs> and, he, and so he like goes, I have to drain the vein again. And he like <laughs> takes off. Kids, I got to go take a shit. <laughs> Real big Coca Cola right through me. <laughs> So he takes off. Of course, they tail and they follow him. Yeah, he takes them all over the place. Right. Yeah, he takes them like cat and five mouse, miles. Dude, away. cat and mouse. It and turns out there was actually three people following him. Well, I think one guy was just in order to buy standard. Had nothing to do with it. It's one guy. He goes. He he walks, turns a corner, and then just hides by the corner. Yeah. So Shane is following one guy. Our show is following one guy, and then the two other guys are following show. Right. And so show. Uh, or was it? No, three. The three guys are following, but one, yeah. there's one guy and two guys behind him. Yeah, you're right. So you're the right. one guy turns the corner. I'm telling. You, show just rips his throat out. He did the fucking eagle talon on his throat, oh dragon claw. I think what it was. Yeah, and just rips the guy's throat out, leaves him like he's just sleeping, he, and then nonchalantly takes off. I love how he does this. The two guys are walking up along the sidewalk. They're completely. They can look down and see this man collapse with his throat ripped out. Gushing because blood. Because Show doesn't even try to hide it behind the corner. He just no. lets the body fall into the intersection. Right. So, well, it's in Malta, there's probably people getting murdered every left and right. That's a good point. And so Show just shoots across the uh, across the street, and you you probably appreciated this. It was a bearded man and a mustache man. <laughs> Beards and mustaches working together. Man, only only in like eighties movies do we have this. Oh, sort I thought, of criminals are just so together. In I thought you were gonna movies. say only in Malta. <laughs> well, that too. So the 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 uh, beard a, and mustache. We get a very drawn out director's cut 
oh, chased on the rooftops. It's terrible. I was hoping that maybe show would have a, a paper mache show that he would like hide up there. Oh yeah, or there would be like a hot tub where he'd be hiding <laughs> in it. <laughs> yeah. But we don't get that Revenge no. of the Ninja shit. We just no. get he stopped. He one guy he's got the gun out. He grabs it, muffles it with the guy's gut. Yeah, shoots the that guy, was brilliant. Throws him. There happens to be like a crypt or something on the top of the the roof. Throws yeah. him in there. Throws a gun in too because he's that much of a badass. He doesn't even need a gun. Doesn't need it. Well, the, he's also doing this very convertly. That's why he muzzled it with uh, the guy's gut. Yeah. And the, for the, there's only one guy left, so he's like, I know what to do. He leaps across an alleyway to another building. The guy's like, I can do that. Look yeah. at that nerd with his nerd glasses. I, he can do it. I can do it. Yeah. Playing fucking cat and mouse game. Mind games, dude. Mm-hmm. The guy fucking jumps, splat. Can't do it. No. <laughs> and then the, Well, no. He, he, I thought he landed it. And then he like keeps uh, his momentum, keeps him going forward, and show pops out and goes, "Bah!" He scared him. That was I missed, I missed that. You missed that. I was he, reading the the uh, closed captioning. captioning. Said, oh, ah, <laughs> and it was really long. No, it show spooked him. He jumped out from yeah, behind another corner sense. and just said, "Ah!" And the guy fell over. Free will, no fingerprints at all. Exactly. It's and beautiful. And so. I, we don't really need to talk about this, but all throughout the movie, there's a police officer who's constantly cleaning up the messes of show. I don't know why Borg was his character. name, I think. But he like sees it and he's like, "Ooh, something strange is going on here." But that's uh, when we cut back to Patricia with the kids, and sure enough, we were right to notice the lady with the video camera because well, so was Patricia. Cause she looked right in the camera for like ten seconds for. Probably longer than that, which probably was her accidentally looking into the film camera, and they're like, we got to use that because that's good. We can use it. So turns out she's a Ruski. They all are. They all are. And she takes the camera footage back to, you know, the Ruskies, and they're looking up Patricia Arquette. What was her name? Patricia Patrick? Patricia Patrick. Yeah. No, so, Parker. Parker. <laughs> so they're looking her up, and they're like, oh, and this is where I, I thought we got all of her information. Okay. First class sniper, second class, first class, I don't know. <laughs> second class sniper and first class sniper. <laughs> she's just good at sniping. She's the only sniper. Yeah, she's got the congressional medal on her. She's got everything, but she's stuck on babysitting duty. Yeah. This is the 80s, guys. We didn't break the glass ceiling yet. But the fact that she, this highly regarded CIA agent is, tam- you know, like going around I mean, it's with a show, show of respect because show only wants the best guarding his yeah, children. Yeah, it really is. But it's just it, they, they realize, well, there's no reason Dr. Tani would have, you know, this badass following him around, keeping him safe. So obviously he's somebody. We were right to be suspicious. We cut back to the hotel. We're putting the kids to bed, and we're getting a little thing on TV. It's just talking about the murders. Like, Dad, do you know anything about that? Mm, sounds dangerous. They showed a lot of that murder scene, by and the way. And then he just, like, winks to the camera. He's like, he does that move where he just, like, pulls the glasses off a little. Just a little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's like, you know, I haven't talked about Black Eagle enough. <laughs> because we need to make this movie make sense. Why is it called Black Eagle? So we learned the Black Eagle is almost like a ninja sixth sense that you can mm. tap into. And, of course, Shane, selfish piece of shit that he is, non-spiritual at all. He's like, I could use that to uh, get an A-plus on my math test. Oh, man. And then she was like, no, you cannot do that. You cannot abuse the power 
the Brock Angel. That's math. interesting. Math. Hmm. That's not going to come up here in a second. Not at all. Not at all. And then while she's putting the kids to bed, Patricia comes in and is like, hey, I just got this message. We're to meet. I don't know who sent it. We're to meet at the yeah. casino downstairs. Yeah. Someone told us to go down that casino. He's like, I'm going to need you to back me up. I can do that. Thankfully, they didn't just pack up nerd outfit for him. They also packed him yeah. a tuxedo. Got the tux, but yeah. still got the glasses, so you can tell he's still a nerd. Yeah, a fancy nerd. And we get, a, I don't know if you picked up on this, but we get a little sexual tension. There right is. Yeah. She's just like, I know it's totally unprofessional. I'm, this is, we're not supposed to do this, but I want to fuck you so badly. Yeah. Like, I'm strictly professional. Yeah. Once again, what is, even to this day, Asian guys never get laid in movies at all. I mean, even when they're the star, they don't get laid. I mean, he's married. But, yeah, but he's, he's Dr. Tani right now. He's not Ken But Tani. Dr. Tani is his name. <laughs> no, it's Dr. Tani, not secret agent Tani. Oh, God. Those are to- totally different people. But he's like, let's keep it professional. I understand you want to fuck me. He's got an agreement with his wife. When I'm deep undercover, I can get deep under the covers. And but he's he's got the kids. He's he's that much of a okay guy that he's like, well, I, I cannot fuck with my kids in the same room. Yeah. Well, I mean, they could have gone to her room across the hall and had Peter watch the I kids. Think, I think they were in her room. I think he had his room by himself. He's like, no, kids <laughs> cannot be in my room. Oh, that's great. Oh, I'm actually, she, I actually she, think that was that. Shane sleeping in the laundry I, I, room. No, I'm positive Kane's it got his was own because remember, just in a few minutes, he goes to his room and nobody's in it except for the killer. So I think. Shane and Kane were in the room. I think it was one really big room. Sweet. Yeah. Anyways, we got to go down to this casino scene. Like you mentioned, fly as fuck. Patty's all on that dick. She's like, I got to get in that. I got to get some of that. But he's like, we got to get some of this. professional. We got to get to this casino. We got a mission to do. Yeah. So we go up. Like in every James Bond movie, always at the roulette table. Always. Colonel Clemenko, who's Jean-Claude's uh, like boss. Him with Jean-Claude dripping. And Nata- uh, Natasha's there, too. Jean-Claude dripping with pack gel. It's oh like, dude, God. come on. He's <laughs> up on it. Pants right up there. Just... <laughs> he's, wearing, he's wearing a tuxedo in the pants. Right? Like, that's not a cummerbund. That's, a, that's his waistline. That's his waistline, yeah. And we get this little like joust. Like They both know who they really are, but they're playing like... Oh, Doctor! I, I I couldn't understand what Clemenko was saying. Like, yeah. Doctor Tani. Yeah. How well, about torpidity? How is that going? Oh yeah, yeah. And he's like, it's going very well. But they did, Captain. And he's like, actually, it's Colonel. So they're just jousting with each other. And then this is my favorite part. So of course, uh, show always bet on red. Always he bets on red, and they win. Well, he goes. So what are you going to bet? I don't believe in taking risks. Why Un- are you here at a casino? Uncalculated what risk. What were you doing? Were you just sitting here? No, I'm waiting for a friend. Like you got to bet when you're at the tables. I I had no idea what this scene was for, but he does. He shows up, and then he calls out. Um, he calls out Patricia because now they know about her. So he, he's like, he rattles off the uh, the facts about her again. First tank brigadier. Uh, Second, damn it! I went second again. She's supposed to be number one at everything. Navy SEAL, Green oh. Beret, Army Ranger. Oh She's man, all of them. She's all of them. She's the best. And so, yeah. So we're just getting a little, little bit of back and forth. You know, hey, we're on to you. You're on to us. But they, they, they get, they get, the, get the little line. Always bet on the red, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Russians get it, red. 
and they they set they go separate ways. Yep. They and go back. Yeah, show and uh, Patty go back up to the room, and she's just like, "Please fuck me." He's like, yeah. he's like "I." Well, and he's just he's almost about to relent, and then his, his fucking black eagle senses go off the fucking charts. Off the charts. And he's like, "Somebody's in my room." And she's like, all right, all right, all right, hey, would you like to come in for a nightcap? Yeah, let's... I would very much enjoy having intercourse with you. <laughs> I'll cap and, that ass. <laughs> and so they pretend like they're going in there. Uh, show, like, goes around, like, the balcony. It was very much like Home Alone where the, the robber's are like, we're coming up. Sneaks in his room, sees the guy waiting by the door. He, he, he sneaks in his room. He Barrels through the fucking window. He fucking drop kicks the glass <laughs> doors. And it's like, what was the point of all this subterfuge where he's just like, you know, like, and he's just going to barrel through the fucking thing. Well, it fucking worked because the, the, the spy who was in there was so goddamn rattled by him <laughs> kicking in the door. He's like, I'm sick of watching this Shane kid murmur in his sleep about how he wants his dad to love him. So it caught him off guard. It worked. And so, uh, they kill the guard, right? Or oh, they, my like, God. Kill her? He snaps his neck in like a fucking second. And Shane, I mean, Shane, Shane does nothing. He yeah. just hides under the bed. Kane's like, Dad, can I help you? <laughs> no. It's <laughs> man's work. So I think Show just leaps off the balcony because he spots Natasha yeah. from the casino in a car. Yeah. Goes for her. She, she runs. She's like, oh, my God, there's crazy ninjas after me. She runs away. He goes to chase, and then fucking Andre Jean Claude Van Damme shows up. Oh yeah, because yeah, you notice Natasha and Jean Claude's got to step in there to so, defend Natasha. Round one, everybody. Oh yeah. So this time they're just feeling each other. We don't. Get, I don't think anybody connects at all. They're just feeling each other out. They're throwing round houses at each other. Yeah, but so, it's obvious what's happening here. Show is getting beat. Well, no one's getting beat now. This is a feeling out process. I don't think so. From my angle, from my judge's booth, you got, I was seeing, you got Van Damme on the brain. I was seeing Van Damme getting the edge because Show runs away from that fight. He okay. does. Yeah. And okay. so Jean-Claude goes back to Natasha. She gets back in the car. Yeah. Well, can you explain what's going on with this? Because does he have, does he need glasses or something? Because he goes to kiss her and he misses her face totally. He this goes, was, oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. so weird. This is what I would expect out of Shokazugi in a love scene. Instead, we get Van Dam and he's trying to make his move on Natasha finally, and he like does this thing where he like palms the side of her head and then he tilts it like it's a fucking uh, grabs like the back of her head yeah like it's a pez dispenser and then he tilts it and then he starts just like gnawing at her neck which maybe he was a vampire yeah well that explains why he could beat shokazugi then yeah you know magic powers oh man there's a lot more angles eagle I mean, vampire I don't know that. Eagle. Oh, my God. A vampire with the powers of a black eagle or a screaming eagle or, oh, I can't even imagine. So then show, he meets up with Father Joseph again. Father Joseph rattles off his credentials. He's like, look, I record a piece of shit. I became a priest. And then I love this. Then he goes, like, because he, he's like, I was, I've been, like, I could do underground demolitions because foreshadowing. We're going to know that he's guys an expert in demolitions. But yeah. It's going to come into play later. But then he goes, he's like, oh, and then you became a man of the cloth. And he's like, I don't wear, it's like this backward collar. I don't wear it. Like, so it's like, I'm in it for the kids, buddy. Yeah. I just want to molest kids. I don't, that's oh, why oh. I use this thing to cover oh, up. Father. Well, that explains why he's in Malta. Right. Because they worship him. We saw at the mass he does later on. Yeah. 
all eight people there. So he's like, I'm about the kids, boy. I don't care. God schmod. God schmod. And so we learned that he's a piece of shit, and all he knows is trepidity and molestation. (laughs) Trepidity and molestation. So So, now that that the kids are safe, they got away from the hotel room. They're in Father Joseph's. He's like, I need to take these kids out to watch their dad do some cool-ass spy shit. Well, he's trying to multitask. He's like, I got it. I want to hang out with my kids, and I also want to save the world. Yeah. So he brings the kids along. Now, we told you that they had a plan to get at this plane earlier. This is the show's greatest plan. Yeah. They get a hang glider. They go to the highest peak yes. in Malta. He starts, him and uh, Patricia start putting it together. Yeah. It's all, more, more tension, and I'm not just talking about the ropes that are holding the hang glider together. I mean, the rope in his pants. Okay. And they put together, <laughs> together that and the kids now beat it. <laughs> And so you watched me put this together. Now, uh, I, this is classified. You can't watch this. Kane, so. Kane of course, is disappointed because he's like, I want to do the dangerous hang glide. He's like, come on, Dad. Can't we do it like a father-son? No. This is man's work. <laughs> so Patricia takes him away again, and then she just leaps off this cliff. And I don't know if you noticed this, but when you see him on the hang glider, he's got a little bit of that. Show guy liner on. He had the guy. Li- well, yeah. man, That's when you're up there and you're exposed to the sun mm. and all the elements, because this, I love this is his plan. Yeah, no one like the Russians are still out there trawling, looking for the. They're, yeah. they're, 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 and they're in the area that Show was in earlier. Like, well, he must know because he's a ninja. Yeah, yeah. This is like the way that they'll, they'll never pick on a guy. Flying through a glider and dropping down—that's not, not sus- weird at all. Not suspicious at all. Middle of the day, he's got the '80s flare hang glider, so it's in all those horrible like turquoise and pink colors. He's got the the sack on too. Ah, uh, it was ugly. So he drops. He's so ugly. He drops off. He's like, he can't ride this anymore. <laughs> Dives down. Gets to the F-111. I said splash, but you couldn't hear me. That's how quiet. Oh splash yeah, was. I, I I didn't realize you were going for that because it's just. And Silent. when it comes to finding uh, a plane, he doesn't need oxygen. But if you're going to be down here removing a uh, laser guidance system, you need it. So he, he does have a little, like, but it's not like a scuba thing. He just takes a, a hit off it every once in a while. Okay. And, okay, this is where we run into some confusion. Because we're assuming, okay, because he takes something. He takes, like, a missile off, and he takes something off of it. Yeah. So we're like, mission accomplished. Laser guidance system caught, right? Yeah. And then... um. His, he he has a buddy out there waiting for I, this whole. It was just a way to put a fucking hand glider. In. This this plan makes no sense. No, because sense. his buddy is out there. I think his name was Peter. Yeah, waiting for him to pick him up. And so I was like, okay, so it's 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 suspicious if they go out there, but Together. if they wait there and pick each other up, so it's not. So the Russians are like us. They pick up on this. Yeah. So they go. They come up. They they uh. They got like a little boat of their own. And yeah, like, this was like a full-on attack squad right now. Right. I, one guy I called him Red Brown because Red he looks Brown. like a Russian out of shape Red Brown. <laughs> oh, Red Brown. Yeah. <laughs> and That's good. I like that. They're like roughing up Peter and shit. They tie him up. Show oh, comes up with the- We're going like, to do to you what you do to those kids. <laughs> no, this, is, this isn't Father Joseph. This Peter's a good God, guy. God, I, I get so confused. <laughs> Peter was the guy with the beard, the older guy. That's with the right. Beard. He was the driver. Right. And uh, so, uh, show, he puts the lighting system in their boat, cuts the line that they use to tie the boats together, 
sneaks up on there and just yeah. starts fucking laying waste. These guys have machine guns, and he's just using hand-to-hand, yeah. taking them out. It's a good thing these are all, like, level one villains because, I don't know, show's not looking so yeah. tough when he's taking on the top dogs. Well, I got to give it up to show for having the humility to do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. As much as he's showing, like, signs of Steven Seagal in this movie, he's also very humbled. And but not humble to to Red Brown. He takes. I think oh he stabs God. Red Brown. That's fine. Yeah, no, that's good. And then, but and I forgot to mention before he goes on, he puts a little bomb on the side of the boat too. Which oh, has a timer course. on it. Yeah. So they take care of everybody. He jumps up. I love how he like throws Peter. Peter's hands are tied. He throws him in the water. It's like, couldn't you cut the ropes first? Yeah. Like, no, no time for that. So, because he has to, he has, he's Steven Seagalin right here because he has to carry. Yeah. Peter's like, I can uh, swim. I just need my hands untied. He's like, no, don't worry, I got you. I mean, I think he, I think he could uh, at least skim water without his hands. Whatever. He gets saved by Shaw. Yeah. Gets in the boat. The fucking rowboat blows up. Russians spot that. They see that. They're like, oh, shit. They got the fuck. They must have gotten the laser guidance system. It, it had to be. So we see them. They're carrying on in the ocean, uh, Peter and Shaw. And he's like, well, as luck would have it, this is where we're heading, right over here. Yeah, they have the secret grotto that they're going to meet up with Father Joseph. Father Joseph at this time is giving mass. It's cool as shit. He's totally like smirking because he doesn't believe any of this shit. But he's oh, like, yeah. he's playing the role. He's looking at the kids in the in the in the pews, like and he's like, chops. "I'm going to get in that pew, getting those pubes." And <laughs> there's old, and you can tell the only reason he's doing this is because the people worse because he needs he needs that ego stroke because yeah. he's been so emasculated by show through the For whole sure. movie. For sure, he needs people to eat up his shit. So the old lady in the wheelchair, Mama Mia, she's crying. Oh You're my the god, she's like, "Yeah, yeah, I know, I'm awesome." She she. D- is very Steven Seagal again. She comes over. She takes a seat right in front of him, and he pats her on the head. Don't worry. You're God's little lamb. So he gives the mass. Then he goes down the steps. Apparently, the church is right next to the secret grotto. There's a secret entrance. It was connected. That was the thing. Is That's probably right. the priest's escape route when they, you know, if they ever get caught <laughs> with the, the... When the villagers come with the pitchforks. Exactly. Torches. Like, you've been fucking the boys. And he's like, <laughs> boys, I'm out of here. <laughs> so... He goes down there and oh shit! Like, the show is just like a, you scared Millie with that. Show one. is just like a, like a shadow, and he's just like, I I didn't even see you there. <laughs> you weren't supposed to see me. <laughs> and then he just and he's got the fucking dad jeans back on. He, he was dad wa- slacks. He was one upping his Steven Seagalness. <laughs> So mission accomplished, right, Griff? This is it. We got. He goes to records and give him the fucking guidance system. It's over. The movie's over, right? It has to be. And then you look at the clock and you're like, "Wait, there's 50 <laughs> minutes remaining on this. How is there 50 minutes left? There's still so much to this movie." Well, apparently, Rickard's like, "Give to Mama," and he's like, "Wait, this is only half of the shit." And we're like, "What other shit do they need? They got the yeah." Apparently, there's something called Rapid Angel. I thought that was the laser guidance system. I uh, yeah, no, it's something else. So, Rickard's just like, "All right, well." Let's go ahead and talk about stage two. And show's just like, no, you're getting me and my kids the fuck out of here. He's like, I'll do it, but you must get my kids off of this island. And he's like, okay, I'll do that. Yeah, Rickard's like, I I know a good deal when I have one in front of me. And this is the greatest deal. He's like, out of the deal. We're going to get this done. We're going to do it nice and easy. Then I'll extort them later. Exactly, because he's a fucking CIA scumbag. He's part of the deep state. I mean, he's probably offended because uh, Show's dork suit is his outfit. 
That could be it. So I, I have to imagine he's a little upset. And he's about also that. offended that shows knows what he's going to do. He's like, see, I haven't figured out everything figured out. And so show kind of smirked because he got what he wanted. He's one of his kids off the island. He's fine doing the mission. He's a patriot. He is, but he doesn't want his kids put in danger. And I don't know why. Our it's like Benghazi all over again, Griff. It I don't really know why is. we're putting our Americans in danger. And so no they Pat. Patricia and it wasn't Pete. You got Pete in the nose, but it was, it was <laughs> okay. Pete. You can depend on. This is another guy who I don't. I don't think even had a name. He's their driver, and he's they're going to drive him to the airport, take him to Rome. No, this is Pete. No, it's not. Pete was the guy with the beard. This guy did not have a beard. Oh, because uh, she says Pete to him. Well, then there's two Petes. Okay, because this guy doesn't have a beard and. So which I really don't trust. Them. We've we've seen him a lot in this movie yes. before, and he's they're Albert. constantly he, he's he's with uh, sh, uh, Show think, and Pat all I, the time. I think he's like a native Maltese, so he's not like a CIA. Guy I think that's anything. it. I think that's it. They expect him to be kind of a contact there, right? But I swear to you, his name's Pete because she says, "Hey Pete, you were supposed I, to take could, a right here." But I, I could have swore the other guy was Pete too. Maybe it's Pete and Pete, like that hey, kid show. Oh, I fucking love that show. You know what? You, you, let's talk about something I loved <laughs> as a kid. Pete and Pete. Well, we we got too much to get through. We can't That's get right. into that. We we're fifty minutes away from the end of this movie. <laughs> yeah. So so we get a long drawn out chase scene. Andre oh. Jean Claude is chase because this is all the director's cut is. I think it's just I, a drawn out fucking shit. This is exactly what you cut out, but. Director's cut, so it's in and there. they get uh, obviously they get cut off by the bad guys. And it turns out Pete is a turncoat. Yeah, and he was in on it. So oh. they capture Shane Kane and Patricia. They load him up into like one of those army cargo uh, trucks where they have just like the canvas cover on the back of it. They load him up in there, and uh, I don't know. Do we continue with this scene? Or yeah, do I, we... I think so. So Patricia, she's got a plan, and she knows she is fluent in Japanese. Yeah. And, of course, the sons of Shokazugi are fluent in Japanese. So Absolutely. She whispers a plan to them. And then Shane immediately does the only thing he's good at and starts crying like a bitch. Yes. I, I mean, I you can just see the level of disgust in Kane's eyes. I know this is part of the plan. Yeah. But it still sickens my stomach. I kind of think that Shane was actually a step ahead on this one. He was already softly weeping. And then <laughs> she spoke it. And then he was she, like, that's probably oh. what got the plan. She's like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's a bitch. I can use this. I'm going to use that. And then he's just like, she's like, Shane, just be you. She's saying in Japanese. So yeah. They don't know. And, he goes, ah, ah. and then Kane goes, Ugh. and then he's like, now's my shot. Cause they want to comfort him. Cause yeah. he's, he's, he's pathetic, but lovable. You know, I think I, I don't know if I pointed this out in the episode, but uh, I know I pointed out to you earlier Shane is actually wearing Kane's L.A. Dodgers hat from uh, Revenge of the Ninja. Revenge of the Ninja. I'm yeah. glad he is because that, believe it or not, plays a part it later does. on. It does. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. We so are. Kane <laughs> leaps out of the... Yeah, like, with does, that perfect does, distraction. Does like a fucking cartwheel out Dude, of the thing. he jumps out. And then uh, our bald guy who comes up again later, he's wearing like the weightlifter belt for reasons that, you know, just so we can identify him later. You know he's a weightlifter. Yeah. <laughs> Good call. And so he jumps out of the back of the truck too, but he falls down. And Kane is met with a situation where he needs to get a little further away. Well, I immediately see his shoulders relaxing. So I yeah. know something's you're, wrong. You're, this all happens in two seconds, but Murray sees frame by frame. <laughs> his his processing is that fast, which makes him such a great host of this show. It's <laughs> right. for that very reason. Right. So he's seen it frame by frame. You see the relaxation. You see the knees bend perfectly. 
and you see the fear just evaporate. And he backflips. There's and a the, guy who says, puts up a sign that says 10. 10. Like, and that was one of the bad guys. Yeah, the ball guy like sweeps under, under and the backflip goes right over it. And uh, Shane. Kane is off and he is fucking running. And we get to see. It, it was pretty much the same chase scene. Except not on rooftops that show had earlier. It's just like in alleyways. Yeah, just alleyways. And, and just, is, unfortunately, he bumps into some local toughs. Oh, some like man. 15, 16 year old kids. We already know Kane is too tough for this shit. It's like a young Richie bumps into yeah. from, from Out for Justice. And he's, he's smoking not, a crack pipe. He's dude, like, he's not going to have any of this. It's Stranger bumping into him in front right. of his pals? It ain't happening on his watch. So, 3v1. And, of course, Kane taught to defuse the situation. He's like, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm being chased by a uh, 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 hostage. Uh, not a hostage. God. Kidnappers. Riff kidnappers. Come and they're on. like, that's the matter you. We don't care about that shit. And then he's just like, all right, I warned you. And then Kane just lays these fucking kids out. Dude, sweeping legs, roundhousing bitches, dropping Elbows, relaxing shoulders, back flipping, front flipping, side it, flipping. If there was fear in this scene, no one saw it. Only fear I saw was in the eyes of those young thugs. I saw piss and, covering their <laughs> jeans. I definitely saw that. And then he just, he just cleans house, and he's like, "Okay, that's that." He turns looks, around, yeah. immediately runs into a cop. Yeah, because he sees the bald guy coming back at him, so he darts off again, runs in the cop. Bald guy sees he had a cop, and he's like, "Oh, I can't be seen here." <laughs> So he, like, covers his face, and I guess he walked back up to the wagon. So Kane gets arrested <laughs> for assault. For battery. assault, for sure, for sure. But it, and it, for, unfortunately, it was in America, so we learned last week he would have got off immediately. Yeah. But he gets off, too, here, because we pull some strings. Uh, fucking show, back in his nerd outfit with the glasses. Like, uh, what is going on here, officer? Yeah, I forget how show ends up finding out, but they get. I they think get a hold record of them. just lets them know because they find the car. They find the abandoned car. Yes, we we see the abandoned car. Yeah, and so we yeah he gets his son. He's like, did you tell them anything? No, Dad, you taught me to never be a snitch. Snitches ne- get snitches. Ne- never be a snitch. Good boy. <laughs> and like rubs his head, and then they just walk out. They were still arrested. They just walked out like yep. ninjas. Yeah, the cops are like, where are those guys at? Smoke bomb, bitches. Right so what's there. going on with Pat and Shane? Well, they got taken to this really cool, abandoned... There's no factories in Malta. No. You know what there is, though? Abandoned ruins. Yes, it's so, tons of ruins. It, it's like the spark factories of days yonder, you know? Right. So That was, yeah, a prehistoric sparks factory. They yeah. would literally just get pieces of flint and just... <laughs> yeah right so of course pat stuck with shane she's like uh, this is hell this it's is misery why did it have to be shane i'd rather be, be i'd rather be waterboarded right now uh to be stuck here with fucking shane and so she's like shane she speaks to him in japanese they're they're just like holed up in some random room you got a window and everywhere fortunately they're being guarded by the shane of the bad guys yeah Big time. Because he's like the scrawny little guy. He's like, what are you saying? Pants again, way up over the waist. And she's like, this guy's got to take a wicked piss. Yeah, this kid he has to drinking Coca-Cola be. all day long. Yeah. And he's like, well, I'm not cleaning that up. All right. Let's 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 get you on out of here. And while he walks out, Patricia grabs that sweet-ass Dodgers cap yeah. off his head. So there's like this window, but it's a weird tunnel window. Yeah. It goes like, it's like a... <laughs> Three foot by three foot square, you know, tunnel. She crawls down it, 
And then there just so happens to be a beautiful coat hanger hook hanging out the window. So she hangs the hat. And this whole fortress is like uh, just overlooking the ocean. Yeah. So this is going to work out. She gets back in the nick of time. Guy busts in. What was that noise? And Mm. then he's like, I don't know. And then he throws her against the wall. He's checking out her mom jeans. And this is like, let's see, 80s. Is he going to get ready to rape her? Then he goes, too skinny for me. And walks out. He's into the chubby chase. And so now that we see this guy's not going to R her, we get our cut to show who's already on the on the he's ocean. He's tapping into those black eagle. He's communing with the eagle. I he's wish seeing like an eagle. I wish there would have been more cuts of just eagles, like you know, to kind of instead of just cutting directly to show. I wish it was just like an eagle. No, it would be a great scene. Is showing. Show, showing show <laughs> like looking off in the distance and then superimposing like a ghost like image of an eagle like yep. flying yep i love it and he's just like and as luck would have it is always he like ninja senses trump any kind of computer satellite shit we he's, he's proven that time and time again he sees like an eagle that's he why he's that 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 la uh dodgers cap dude that's why i'm holding out on climate change because ninja senses still haven't come out and said it's absolutely true. So he's like, it's right there. Yeah. So he fucking dives dive off the boat. He's he's slacks again. He actually stays dry here. He's like, I need my slacks perfect right. for this mission. He does grab himself a nice grappling hook. Yeah. Not a gun. He's no Batman. He's not a bitch. Yeah. He fucking. Well, Batman doesn't use a gun either. A Batman uses a grappling gun. Yeah. But you, I, I thought you were assuming. No, 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 no. I, I'm not okay. talking about a pistol. I'm talking about okay. a grappling gun. All right. He fucking hurls that thing. How far would you say Tom Brady could throw a touchdown pass? If he really needed to? Yes. 110 yards? 110 yards. <laughs> Show throws his grappling hook, which is not resistant to wind enough. So he had to really fucking hurl it. Like Thor's hammer hurled this fucking thing. Unfortunately, there's that coat hanger hanging on the outside. Nails it. One try. Dude, perfect. One right. out of one. Climbs up there. No, no, he doesn't hit the window. He hits like uh, this. The, yeah, he yeah. gets yeah. he's over it. Yeah. And so he just fucking starts ninja and everybody sneaking up, taking yeah. out everybody one by one. Junk claws like berating the bald guy like you let those kids get away. Dude, the, the part Slaps that a dude again, this surprised me about show's entrance. He was not discreet at all. He was not ninja. The first guy he tried to confront alerted everybody. Because he, like, shot his gun well, off or something. It's hard to be a ninja with bright white slacks on. But. And those glasses just reflecting sunlight fucking everywhere. People, when you see we are dockers, people notice. <laughs> oh, <laughs> let's get that man to be in our accounting firm. <laughs> but fortunately for show, the one person who doesn't notice is Jean-Claude because he's busy berating an underling, slapping yeah. the shit out of him. So, yeah, he. And you want to talk about this great fight scene that show has with the guy? <laughs> Oh, I oh, I don't think we're that far yet because Is he it? first has to he does get immediately to Pat and uh Shane. Oh. And he rigs up um a way for them to get out. Like one of the guards he took out had a big AK-47 and it just happens to be long enough to overstretch uh I also want to point out that Pat's no bitch either. She shoots that fucking Shane guy in the head. Yes, thank you. <laughs> that was that was really big. I didn't get to the yeah, read that part here, but Man, when when they did that scene, when she realized, like, oh, show's just around the corner, and she takes out that guard who is throwing her over and checking her <laughs> out, 
She might have been pissed that, you know, he, he wasn't her. that into yeah. her. Yeah. So how dare you? Yeah. How dare but, you not give me the option of refusing rape? I I don't know. I'm sorry. I feel kind of for I feel kind of bad for Shane. Knowing how much of a, a Shane he is to have to see Pat <laughs> shoot this man point blank in the brain. Shane's got little brain matters on him. And then sh- yeah, and then show shows up and he's like <laughs> Did you wet your pants again? <laughs> and he just totally like emasculates Shane some more, like just a little it bit, in. just a little bit. It's like, no, I spilled water. It's just water, Dan. He's like, ah, whatever. So he, yeah, he rigs up like this uh, nice pulley system and rope, and you know, Shane. Yeah, he just ties a rope to the gun. That's all he does. Yeah, yeah, that's he all he does. Yeah, that's he throws the rope out the window. Yeah, yeah, it's not. It's it's <laughs> clever in the in a pinch. You know, adrenaline's rushing, and, and pitcher's like, "Do you need me to carry you, Shane? <laughs> no, I can do oh, it, man." And then Shane almost kills himself. He almost falls off. He, I would say a... this is the only thing he does well because <laughs> well, he's probably away, constantly yeah. climbing ropes running and running away. Running away is his skill. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. So the, the two of them get away. And like I said, it's right on the ocean. So they get uh, – well, actually, it's dockside where they yeah. land because there's the boat right there. Right. They, they get on the boat. Yeah. And then I forget. Like, show us the like, – does he hear something? He has well, to... John Claude, I, had, I watched this again uh, just the last, like, 40 minutes when I got home today. And John Claude sees the gun because he's looking over the edge. He's like, "Those bitches!" And he gets a grappling hook. He goes fishing and pulls up their. Uh, That's right. The rope. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Right. It was very good shit. I love that scene. And so, and then shows that he has to find a new way to get out. And John Claude gets to drop on him with a gun. He go. This is uh, the guard you were talking oh, about. Okay. So. Yeah, Van Dam is just pissed right now. He's just shooting a gun into the distance, and we don't know where he's at in coordination with Show. But Show now has to find a new way out, and he hides behind a corner. And our bald weightlifter guy comes around, and Show jumps out. But this is how much of a daddy is now. The nerd outfit is getting to him or something because he gets the jump on this man, kicks him square in the jugular, doesn't. Knock this guy out. He's a weightlifter. Right. Maybe he's got a real strong neck. So now they're going to square off. And, you know, it's not going great for uh, the weightlifter. So what does he do? Bust out a knife. And it was like a like, little pocket knife. It, it wasn't is even just a, a – you're, you're this badass villain. Why don't you have like he's the like, – hold on. And he's got like a Swiss Army knife. Wait, <laughs> it's a corkscrew. Wait. Yeah. Oh, here's the knife. Okay, uh, let's go. So he comes at sh- uh, show – and Show just catches his wrist, and he's using both arms to restrain. He's got you know, him in kind of one. an armbar type situation. Yeah. And so Show manages to wrestle the knife away from him, and they split up. And they're three feet apart. And Weightlifter comes in for a big strong attack. Show does the most amazing thing. <laughs> it is a spinorama straight out of NHL '94. And he turns around, and he's got the knife in his hand, and he goes behind his back. Yeah, and stabs. he didn't even need to do that. He could have just stabbed him frontwards. Yeah, so he's right, like, we I got to make this look good. Yeah, no, he's got to. That, that doctor, doctors are getting to him. He's like, wait, I'm turning too nerdy. Yeah, where's my cool at? For sure. So yeah, you're right. Kills. So him. this is this. Is, yeah, <laughs> go ahead. This is finally where he gets. So he he thinks he's scot free. He's just gonna like you know get back to the boat. But uh Jean Claude beats him to the pass, and he's got a gun out. Yeah, and then. Game knows game, people. So Jean-Claude just throws the gun away. He's like, John- I want to fight you man to man. You, I Finally, I met somebody on my level. Yeah. 
and we've got a nerd, and then we got John Claude wearing a nice suit with Still a tie. Still dripping with fucking petroleum gel. He's Sl- constantly dripping. Like eight pounds of shit holding his hair <laughs> down. Oh. And then we get some fucking sweet ass. I I hate to admit it, but Griff's right, man. Yeah. John Claude gets the best to show. He's like fucking show up. And he's doing the splits, like like show does the roundhouse. He just does a split and then comes back up and punches show. Man, bust it, show's lip up. Show did all the choreography for the movie in the fight. This fight and some of the other show, really good shit. Like this fight's really good. I really like it. No quick cuts, none of that bullshit. I and then and you can tell that this is when Jean Claude's really proud of the splits because he does the splits like five times. Oh my fight. god, yeah. And they're just back and forth, but yeah, John Claude's getting absolutely getting the edge on him. He, he he does get busted up a little. Yeah, show show gets like a sucker punch in. Like show has been uh, punched so hard, he like show is bleeding from his mouth because you know that's where you bleed. And then uh, he gets a sucker punch in on Van Dam and breaks apart. And sh- you know now we have Van Dam bleeding from his mouth. And show just points his fingers at him like a gun or something. Well, he's like, "You're lucky. I have to leave now." Yeah. Dives right off this fucking cliff. No splash. No splash. No splash. Even with a busted mouth, no splash. Yeah, he's just been rattled because he just went against an opponent who is clearly stronger than him. Not rattled. Still can dive 100%. It's like fucking Rocky and Drago, man. Murray, this is exactly where I stopped the movie, ran into my mom's room, hid behind her bed, and cried. I was really... You shamed it, dude. Dude, I shamed the fuck <laughs> out of this. I was so broken up. Like, when I was this age, a lot, like, movies got to me. Like, they still get to me today. I, I'm not gonna... Did you cry this time? No, I didn't this time. Did you at least tear up? No, because I was freezing cold. If I was not freezing cold, maybe. But, no. Didn't cry this time. Cried a lot. Yeah, it sounds like you. Yeah. I'm very much ashamed. Maybe that's why I'm trying to, like, Shane's not so bad. Yeah, he's awful. Though. Uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I hate to admit it. He's fucking man got fucked up. But all is good. We're going to get the boys on that airplane to Rome. They fi- yeah, they finally get them to Rome. I thought they were going to Japan. No, you probably, I probably think you thought that because she Patricia says, goes, we can work on our Japanese together. Y- yeah, you can help me with my Japanese and... and- Good, because you got a really thick New York accent. So there was some, you know, I didn't realize this until the second playthrough, but our main Russian colonel, he meets up with his superior. Maybe this was just in the director's cut, but he's like, hey, you were going to take that uh, the rabid angel on a, on a uh, submarine. You're not going to do that. You're going to take it on the Gorky. So there was a scene to explain why this ended up on the Gorky. Yeah, we what we learned was, I think we forgot to tell everybody, but yeah, they did. got it's, Rapid Angel. Yeah, it's fine. They, so but I don't know. So it they was get a, Rapid Angel, but they don't get the thing that Show got. Like it I, makes no fucking sense. They were only after the Rapid Angel, apparently. I, I don't know, but it, it annoys me. Yeah, and yeah, so they're gonna take it on the Gorky because for some reason that won't that ship won't be inspected. They they say that because they think it's like uh like a tourist boat, like a Disney cruise line or something. So they're like, they'll never search a Disney cruise line. Right. Ah, oh, they're so dumb. So show and Father Joseph come up with this plan. We're gonna pretend like we're workers. Yeah, the uh, Rickert, our American, you know, CIA CIA guys. Like, I intercepted some information. They're gonna be putting this on the Gorky. Yeah, they're leaving like tomorrow. Yeah. 
So they go that night if they because there's the boat is in dry dock, so it's not is you can't use it right now. Yeah. So they go, oh, well, the perfect plan. We'll pretend we're part of the crew fixing it up, yep. and we'll try to get Rapid Angel. Oh man! And all we know about Show to this point, he's not so keen on his martial arts abilities these days, but he's great in disguise. Well, yeah, I love the fact that. Okay, I don't know. If there are a lot of Asian people on uh, Malta. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're looking, particularly for one Asian guy, but somehow he's yep. got the fucking uh, exterminator, fucking wheel welder's mask on up. But that fools everybody. Yeah, they're like, "There's no way a nerd would be a welder," so they don't. They, they get mean, mixed up. He did put a little oil on his face to make it look more believable. Like yeah. he's been working before he started working. I don't know, <laughs> but they get on. It works. Yep. It works. Yeah. They get on the boat. They immediately look for like the engine room. They get a navigation system. We, yeah, they split up because right. he's he. It's a uh, Turk or whatever his name is. Joseph Torpedo. Tor- Torpography. Joseph. Joseph. <laughs> Father Joseph. We learned like we said earlier. We needed that exposition scene where he says he's a demolition guy because he's going to set up all these. They look like he had like, glow sticks. He was just putting. He's like snapping glow sticks and then putting them into an electrical box. And like that was gonna take care of the thing, uh, but he gets caught. It's some Home Alone logic. He gets caught, and he's just about to get his ass kicked. Then show shows up, stabs him with that. I think the exact same pocket knife because he's got this tiny knife. He pocketed the pocket knife. Okay, they're supposed to keep like there's. <laughs> I don't think show meant to do this. It was just reflex, but he wipes mm-hmm. the blood off on his suit. Like you don't smart. You're, you're supposed to be like hiding. Yeah. But so he smears this guy's blood all on it, and they carry. They're like, "All right, we got to get away, do away with this body. We don't have time to find Rapid Angel. Let's get the fuck off of here." So they drag the guy, pretend he's like drunk or something, carry oh, him out. Oh, okay, I didn't even realize this. Father Joseph's like, "Well, they're gonna find the body not till tomorrow, not till tomorrow." And then, so then Father Joseph's like, "All right, so later tonight we're gonna." Now no. I work alone. <laughs> he's like, "But but 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 but," he puts his, his fingers up to his mouth. Quiet. He's like... I thought he was summoning ninja magic right there. This is a job for the Black Eagle. Yeah. And then he does that classic ninja move. He walks out. Car drives by. He disappears. Mm -hmm. Love it. And the guy's just like, wow, that's some sweet-ass trepidity going on there. (laughs) So we get, get, of course, you got to have a gear-up montage. But show is a ninja, so gear-up. And he's not a traditional ninja, I should say that, but he's doing whatever show does in this movie. He, like, I, I don't know. I'm sorry. This the, is a weird role for him. Communing with the spirits. He's yeah. got like his ninja pants on, shirtless. Got the fucking leather bracelets on. Yeah. He's there's a huge roaring fire. He's just like taking in the black eagle. Yeah. And then he walks over to the like tub, and I want to point out this is our newest product, Griff. I Ooh. Like, it's called Peck Jelly Noir. Oh, this yeah. You noticed how like most peck jelly is about accentuating the body, and yeah. especially the, the pecs, obviously. Yeah. Peck jelly noir is when you got man boobs and you want to hide them. Yes. So it's about camouflage. You know where I uh, I realized this product was being heavily used? Commando. Yes, it was. Yeah. And also Conan the Barbarian. Yes. Because show does his greatest Conan impression, and he starts smearing... Pe- jelly Just, noir yeah. all over his body camouflaging himself he whips out this fucking t- 
tiny ass like string headband with a little jade emblem on it. That's cool. I thought he was about to go to like some kind of hippie comedy. I thought fest. he was going goth because he puts on this Danzig sheer muscle shirt on. Oh yeah. And then he's ready to fuck shit up. That's a name we shouldn't say right now. No, we shouldn't. Fuck you, Danzig. So he he infiltrates the Gorky. He's got his crossbow. He's, yeah. he's a ninja. He doesn't use guns. It's all silence. And you know, if you get hit with a crossbow, you you can't talk. Yeah. So he takes out a guard. As that's going on, the explosives that Father Joseph put in, the glow sticks, I thought they were, yeah. break off, fuck up the navigation system. Just so happens to be exactly when they're like, all right, let's start this boat up. Right. Guy tries to turn the key, but won't start. And he's like, this will take at least 12. We must leave now. And they're like, we don't have a navigation system. And he's like, you've got fucking magnets. <laughs> How the fuck do they work? <laughs> and he's like, okay. And then while that's going on, show is just silently killing everybody. And while that's going on, Jean-Claude is silently fucking the shit out of Natasha. Yeah. They're having a very sensual moment. Blankets hiding everything you want to see. Except for that little tasteful peck gel he had. Oh, I was going to say it was hiding all of her. All we see is JC. JC well, that's JC. all you want to see. That's right? all I want to see. Eight-year-old Griff was all I was about, shocked that you know? they didn't have a butt shot because Jean-Claude was all John, about his butt. He was. Show was probably like, no. You cannot have his butt if my butt's not in here. All right, I'll have him kick my ass three times, but no ass shots. <laughs> and they're like, okay. And that's probably the trade-off. But uh, as soon as the boat doesn't start, it takes them a minute to be like, sound the fucking alarms. Right. And this is what interrupts our fuck session. Right. We were because she's to- trying to talk to like, don't you, aren't you just sick of this, Andre? Yeah. Like, all this killing and all everything. And Andre's finally, like, he's finally found someone to love. Like, I, I'm sure his backstory was he, like, was an abandoned orphan. He never was Who loved. And so now he's found love, and he's, like, finally, the ice is breaking, Griff. And he's just like, I want to live. I want to be with this woman. Yeah. So, but then the alarm, and then he's just like, he's, like, kind of like a robot. He's like, but- sorry. Yep, got to get out there. He's like, that's got to be fucking show, and I must defeat him. Got to. So he puts his clothes on, runs out. While that's going on, show, he's killing everyone left and right. Yeah. He gets Rapid Angel. He stops Clemenko. And I think this is where he, he gets off, right? He gets off the boat immediately, yeah. And then all the guards start chasing him, and he's like, it's done. He's dead. Yeah. No, he's not, because Father Joseph shows up with some grenades. Oh, uh, just lobbing them in there. And then shows like, all right, now I'm home free. And then he runs right into Jean-Claude. Oh, my God. So we got explosions everywhere. He's covered in uh, no- Peck Jelly Noir. I'm like, is that flammable? I don't remember how this works. Jean-Claude's covered in Peck Jelly uh, generic, the regular kind. Yeah. So they're greasy as fuck. Oh, they're they're all kinds. They're just slipping all <laughs> over each other. And so it's this head kicks, roundhouses are kicking, splits, everything. But oh, my no, God. I got... Fucking Joe's getting his ass kicked, man. It's got now. So much so that there's luckily there happened to be some chains that were laying in a barrel. He grabs the chains, starts whipping them around, still getting his ass kicked. Yeah. And then was it Joe was fighting dirty at this point. He's got us. He's desperate, man. Yeah, he's fighting to survive. (laughs) Fight to survive. Oh yeah. And then does like I does Natasha because the boat starts taking off. Yeah. And Clemenko, he's knocked out because he uh, show got the rapid angel from him. So he, so uh, Jean Claude, he's ready for the kill. He's about to kill show, and then he hears Natasha, Andre, because the boat's taking off. And yeah, he's like, Natasha, jump! You got to jump. 
And he leaps in the water. Or did he get knocked in the water? I don't remember what happened. I think, you know what it was? In that moment, he was uh, he had his attention turned to him, and I think Sho kicked him into the water. So Sho kicks him in the balls. Yeah. He goes flying in the water. He's like, Natasha, jump! And she jumps. She apparently has this been is taking where he turns lessons. Good. Yeah. This is where he does the Darth Vader moment where he, like, at the Return of the Jedi. I don't see it, but go ahead. Tell me, what's this Darth Vader moment? He saves Natasha. How? Because he tells her to jump. Ah, uh, I don't believe it. She wouldn't. She would, do you think she would have jumped if he said he didn't say jump? Yeah. No, you're wrong. Yeah. No, what happened is Father Joseph saw. He was like, "Oh my God, my hero's getting his ass kicked." He shoots. He Jean-Claude shot him in, in the, the leg. leg. Yes. <laughs> so John's talking like, "Fuck!" Even I can't do the splits with a fucking bullet in my thigh. So that's what happens. <laughs> And that's, I love and, that we figure out the movie <laughs> together. Is there something going on with our uh, recording right now? I don't know what just happened there. That was interesting. I hope we're still recording. We are. In, okay. So, yeah. So, and we learned earlier in the movie, he's a strong swimmer, except when he's got a bullet in his leg. So he's struggling. He's dog paddling. And the boat's passing him by, and the propellers just pull him down under and chop him to shit. Oh, man. It's rough. Bye-bye, Jean-Claude. I'm glad I never saw that as a kid because I, I told you I was crying before. I would have been devastated. I, did, I couldn't accept. But the sacrifice was not in vain because Father Joseph saves Natasha. Yeah. Pulls her off. They do. I like to think that she flips and she starts working for us and tells us all the secrets of Russia. And that's why the Berlin Wall fell. Hey, you know what? I'll accept that. So, very end. Show meets up. They're the, the kid Shane. Kane and Patricia are at the Coliseum. They're like, this is where uh, Bruce Lee kicked Chuck Norris's ass. And they're like, well, that's kind of boring. And then fucking the car shows up, mm-hmm. opens up. No glasses, I want to point out. No glasses. He's back to being cool, Kentani. Yeah. And he, he, the kids run to him and hug him. Cut to fucking credits. Man. Great. I... I... I enjoyed it more than I thought, but it's still it was hard. It was a hard one to watch. You didn't did you exercise any demons at all in this viewing? No, it uh it validated a lot of my uh my childish concerns. I get it. I get I accept why I was devastated as a kid. Have you gotten over it? Yeah, sure. I okay. I mean I don't know. I made I made it through through this movie twice. I don't believe in your whole he was uh vindicated by saving Natasha. Well, all right. VD, I guess it's VD, better that she die in some Russian prison. Sure, VD was a villain, and that's all I care about. It, it's well, not. It's not right. I'm here to tell you, get over it. And what you need to get into. Hey, you had to accept that show was a villain in his early movie. So, I mean, well, that's what you have to do. You either got to suck dick, or you got to be a villain. I mean, every movie that Van Damme's a Russian, he's a villain. <laughs> I think that's true. I think that's, yeah, but he was only a villain twice, wasn't yeah, he? I think, yeah, I think so. I'm pretty sure he was a villain in Breaking 2 as well. <laughs> he wasn't. He was in one cut dancing I know, but I in know. the background. He was, he was very villainous. <laughs> he was wearing like a weird-ass. His hair was slicked back. And he had like a weird-ass, uh, I don't know. I know what I do now, Griff. Time. I, I I should have announced this on one of our episodes, but I kept forgetting because yeah. every one of our episodes kept going. So Keep going. Long. I got to go let this dog out. But time to announce the four finalists for our Thanksgiving Day listeners episode where you, the people, gave us the suggestions and we, the Golden Globus Theater, decided what top four movies we're going to do. 
Now, I want to point out, these aren't necessarily the four best movies we got, and I'm not going to say that we're not going to do some of your suggestions later on. I just picked four movies that have kind of a different variety of action. So we get like a, you know, everybody gets something they might want to vote on. So here are the top four movies that I will be putting on our uh, Twitter uh, uh, page, (laughs) our Twitter page with a poll later tonight. Number one, the Cynthia Rothrock movie, Martial Law Oh, I skimmed this, and I got to say, we talked about bad gun muzzling earlier with the gut. Yeah. There's a bad gun muzzle. The guy wraps a pillow around a gun, silent as a fucking whisper. Did you, and you said Billy Drago is in this. Billy fucking Drago's in this! So that's exciting. I don't know. I was, we had a listener who just requested like five Cynthia Rothrock movies. Yeah. So this is for you, buddy. There, oh, my God. I got to say, thank you for all those suggestions. Hopefully you listen. Because I skimmed a lot of those, and they look glorious. So we're, we'll have yeah, to hit them up. Yeah, it was a tough one. I wanted Honor and Glory just because of the villain. I got a real Paul from Undefeatable vibe off of them. But, yeah, we're going to go with Martial Law, too. Movie number two, the Rutger Hauer movie that we were – I was going back and forth on when we did our Rutger Hauer tribute, but instead we did – uh, salute to the Juggers, where we're, we may do this one if it wins the poll. Wanted, dead or alive. Rutger Hauer is a bounty hunter searching for t- Arab terrorist Gene Simmons. In any movie where Gene Simmons gets killed, I'm into that movie. And I also want to point out Rutger Hauer, pretty sweet blonde mullet. He was almost a screaming eagle. Oh, man. I love Rutger. I can't wait to see another movie with him. Number three. This was a suggestion from your brother. Oh, Yes. And I said, I thought to myself, you know what? We this is an action icon. We've never done any. We've done eighty two movies so we, far. We have to try to get him in here. And we've never done this. And this is a good movie. I've seen this one. Yeah, we're talking about Jackie Chan in Rumble in the Bronx. I am excited. I really do want to go check this out again because I remember loving Jackie Chan growing up. And then finally, this was from our buddy Joe, who I know listens to every episode, so I wanted to give some love to him. And also, I've seen this movie, and Griff, imagine if Starsky and Hutch threw away the orange (laughs) juice and chocolate bars and instead (laughs) abused their power, sexually harassed women, and then slapped them when they rejected their advances. Of course, I'm talking about the 1970s Italian uh, cop movie, Live Like a Cop. Die like a man. <laughs> oh, that sounds good. So those are our four choices. So make sure to go to at gnggtheater.com or just at gntheater, at gntheater yeah, on Twitter. Because we don't have a <laughs> we don't own. We don't have a website like that. So no. it's just at gntheater on Twitter. There, we'll yep, have the yep. poll and putting it up. Speaking of Italian schlock, Griff, next oh, week's man. movie. Griff, we only got, according to this movie, we have six to seven weeks left before the whole world collapses. I'm yes. guessing because of these impeachment trials going on. Dude, right I now. watched it today, and I swear I saw this ominous fiery glow rifting in between the uh, the panel of representatives and the uh, people who are being questioned today. I'm pretty sure the gates of hell are splitting open right there. I don't know about that, but I do know that in 2019... War was beginning? After the fall of New York... All hell breaks loose. That's right, people. Oh. 2019, after the fall of New York, a classic Italian escape from New York meets Road Warrior ripoff. 
I love them. It's great. We're going to do that next week. And I hope it gets warmer because we need to keep it warm because it's Dude, fucking cold it's as fuck freezing. out here. It's the middle of fucking November and it's 20 degrees. Ugh. Keep it warm.